Have you ever seen someone getting recognized for an accomplishment or getting married or traveling the world or even running a successful business and you said to yourself privately in that moment, I want that? Because when someone's on top, it pulls you in. It pulls you in because it's so attractive. And right here is where you feel inspired. It's where you feel like you'd be able to do whatever it takes to get that thing. But when you find out what's really involved and how that's going to impact you and your life, do you think that that's something that you'll still want? Let's talk about it. The Fields Effect. So I was in a wedding this weekend. If you follow me on Instagram, this is old news for you. But one of my close friends got married this weekend. I was so happy for her. She was such a beautiful bride. She was stunning. The ceremony was beautiful. It was outside. It was nighttime. So the lights were everywhere. The pathways, the trees, everything was lit up. And it was just so magical, right? And there were a thousand photo opportunities that I may have capitalized on with my family to the point where it was borderline inappropriate. I reeled it in. The one thing that I want to say about the whole thing is I don't think I was the best pick for a bridesmaid because I am not great with the activities that go along with it, with the shower, with the games. Everything that matters to the bride is like is not my spot And I was very open about it. I told her how I felt, but she said, no option. You're in the wedding. She took me and all my drama. So here we are. The day after the big show, I have finally decompressed because it was a four-day event between the rehearsal, the showers, the actual wedding. And I realized this wedding has generated so many thoughts for me around vision, around effort, and around outcomes. So I want you to picture this. Be at this wedding with me for just a minute. You've just watched the wedding party walk through. Picture this. Everyone is looking amazing. The reception starts. You've got the speeches. We've got the first dance, the father-daughter dance, which was so cute. The groom and the granddaughter, which was even cuter. The cake cutting, all of it, right? Someone's leaping over people to catch the bouquet. Another person is avoiding probably catching the garter. You're all caught up in the moment because you're watching two people that you know make a major life decision. Without fail at these weddings, there is always at least one person that says, I want that. I want to get married. And that statement is almost always followed up by where's my husband hiding or where are all the good women? Because you're in this environment where it all came together and you want it. And not only do you want it, you're sure that you're ready for it because everybody loves looking at the final product. We're looking at two people standing up in front of their family and friends They're telling everybody how much they love each other and how they want to spend the rest of their lives together. Of course we want that. But the one thing that you can't see is all of the work that went into getting them to where they are because you have no visibility on that. 
And I'm not talking about the event itself because that was massive. That was a massive undertaking. I'm talking about the relationship. If we knew what a couple had to go through, any couple, doesn't have to be this one, any couple, in order to get to this point, to get right here, to get all the way to this ceremony, many of us would decide that that's not what we want, that we don't want to do that. We don't want to do those things. We don't want to compromise everything that we have going on in our current life because we've set ourselves up the way we want to be set up. We don't want to put up with any unnecessary stuff or make sacrifices on things that we believe are important to us because it shouldn't be that hard. It should be easy and organic when you meet someone. And we feel like we should be able to meet someone that fits completely into our life the way it is, that checks off all of our boxes, that comes in and adds value with no disruption because we don't want them to have a life outside of us and bring any of that into it. And we don't want them to require us or expect us to change anything in our lives to make room for them. The saying is, what's for me will be for me. That's what comes to mind when I start describing this. We have our eyes set on that prize. We aren't thinking about the work. We're not thinking about the commitment. All we're thinking about is that this is something that I want. I want this shiny ball right here in front of me. That end result, that's the shiny ball. I see it, I want it, and it's something that I deserve. So I have to ask you, what is it that you want? What's your shiny ball? And what are you willing to go through to get it? And I ask this because the end result is what gets the buzz. It's what sparks the thought, the conversation, especially with social media. If you're on social media, you're flooded with end results. The impression that they leave there, especially on that platform, is that it's easy work. It's quick. All you have to do is sign up here, click here. The relationship you want, the career you want, the lifestyle you want, the person on social media will tell you, hey, within X number of months, I went from zero to 100. But seldom do they ever show the work. Some do, but most of them don't. So we don't think that we need to develop the focus, the discipline, the commitment to stay in the game and to work for what we want to accomplish. And I'll say that sometimes I think we even condition ourselves to say that we feel overwhelmed. So as soon as our goals start requiring more work from us or more work than what's comfortable for us to do, so they're pushing us out of our zone, we start to say we're overwhelmed. And I don't know if we really are overwhelmed or if it's just a learned behavior or a thought, a familiar thought that kicks in so that we can justify why we pulled back or why we quit because you know we, we were feeling like it was too much. So as I'm thinking about long-term commitments versus the appearance of fast results with social media, the person that instantly comes to mind is Jay-Z. If you don't know who Jay-Z is, he is a true entrepreneur and a philanthropist. He has created a business empire around the media space, retail club, spirits, I know I'm gonna forget something, sports, real estate, tech. He's a record executive. He's a producer. He's a writer. He's an artist. In fact, he's won multiple Grammys. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There, there's so much to him. I can barely scratch the surface off memory. But why am I connecting Jay-Z to the wedding? Follow me for a second. When we look at Jay-Z 
For so many people, Jay-Z represents possibilities and opportunities because he inspires people. But the thing is, when he started out super young in his career, all he had was his aspirations because he wasn't there yet. We didn't see him as an influential mogul, as the, the guy that he is today. And even after he created his independent label, the crowd still saw him as a rapper, an artist. But behind the scenes, he was in process. He had his eyes focused forward. He knew what he wanted. He had a vision. He wanted to be successful. And more importantly, he was ready to put the work in. He was ready. He was ready to go all in for the life that he wanted. So why does this matter? Why does it matter? When we talk about really going all in for what we say it is that we want, we have to talk about the dedication to that process because it's all about personal evolution. It's about your thoughts and your behavior, your perspective, your environment, your commitment and your daily habits, right? Your self-discipline, your decision-making, the contribution that you want to make to yourself and not only to yourself, but to your family, to society, whatever that is. Over the years, how many relationships do you think that Jay-Z had to sever because they were negatively impacting his vision? How many? How many times did he have to change his perspective as he continued to get exposed to the economic opportunities that were available to him? What did it take for him to understand that he didn't really know what he thought he knew as he evolved and that he had to take time out to develop a new thought process while still retaining his original ambition or his vision. The thing about Jay-Z, he's dedicated song after song to the people that he wants to inspire the most, which is his community. He doesn't have to do that, but he consistently demonstrates that that is a part of his vision. He wants open doors. He wants to increase exposure, to share the information in an attempt to you know, impact the current environment or create opportunities for people. He wants to inspire people to discover what it is that they really want for themselves and to show them it's possible. And here's how. The end result is what grabs us. It's attractive. But we don't usually have the stomach for what comes in the middle, that long-term commitment. The middle is the building phase. It's the work you have to put in when no one is there to rally you or no one is there to support you or no one is there to motivate you. That's the drive that you need, that you have to have when you can't see any visible results. The best example I used was on my last podcast when I talked about exercising. I am ready for the body, let me tell you. But I know The only way I can get there is to be consistent. I have to be consistent when no one's watching. I have to eat better. I have to continue to motivate myself to get up and go even when I'm tired or even when I have a really busy schedule because that's one of the excuses that we'll use that we're, you know, blown out and we don't have the time. I'll tell you, I look in the mirror every day and I'm looking for a change every day. I get on the scale every day too and everyone gets on me for that. But I want to see something. I want to see a result. I'm ready for it. I was ready to see results on day one. But my body is in process. My mind is in process. I'm learning how to make the adjustments that I need to make to support my goals. I will say 
I'm looking forward to the day that it's totally ingrained in me, the same way that brushing my teeth is ingrained in me. But for now, I have to stay focused. I have to follow the plan because the results will become visible soon enough. I won't need to keep telling everyone what I'm doing. They'll be able to see it. The results will be there. And that's the shiny object because once they see it, what's the first thing they're going to say? They're going to say, I want to get in shape too. I want to go to the gym. How come you haven't been inviting me? It's inevitable. It's going to happen. And I will have to remind myself in that moment how many times I have done that to other people because they won't be interested in the daily workouts when we have to remember that. They won't be interested in the food adjustments that I had to make because they're only interested in the results. And when the results kick in, all of a sudden it becomes appealing and now they want in. So when I was talking about the wedding and about how those types of events spark thought, I want to make it clear that that thought is transferable. It isn't solely related to relationships. It can be anything, business, finances, health, anything you want. And when you find yourself sitting in the audience, whether it's in a wedding, whether it's in a conference, and you say, I want that. Think about what it is that's inside of you that you're going to have to shift to get it. Because that behind the scenes, just like the wedding, that behind the scenes work is where people drop off. Because they realize they want it, but they don't really want to put the time in to get it. My girlfriend that got married, she dated her husband for 10 years before they got married. Jay-Z put in decades of work to get to where he is now. A lot of people would have thrown in the towel. Thought it wasn't worth the wait, wasn't worth the investment, but everyone's path is different. I did a podcast on how valuable your circle is. Think about that. When you are going for something and it gets tight and you get pushed and you feel like you're going to quit, your circle can help keep you on your path. Conversely, if you're surrounded by people that don't support your goals, that don't support your vision, as soon as things get tight, they'll tell you to jump ship. And they'll tell you, you don't need to deal with that. It shouldn't be that hard. It shouldn't take so long. Everything should just fall into place without you forcing it. So when you look at relationships, when you look at your career, when you look at exercise, (laughs) it's all the same mindset. The sacrifice in the areas of time, in resources, and in entertainment, it's real. It is. It's a real thing. You're going to have to make it. Thinking that you're going to achieve something and not make adjustments, even if it's temporary, it's not realistic. But your perspective here is going to be very important. Try to make the shift in your mind from loss to gain. Instead of focusing on what you're losing, the compromises you're making, the things you're sacrificing, focus on what you're gaining. Focus on that shiny object that you decided you want, that goal, that place you want to be personally or professionally visualize it. Think about short-term sacrifices for long-term gains because you're shifting the way you spend your time and your resources in the short term so that you can have all the things that you really want in the long term, whatever that is. If you set your eyes on something, you feel like your desire is strong enough and you're willing to make the commitment to get it, be it a new business venture, a new relationship, health and wellness program, if you want it, go get it. If there has ever been a time in your life where you felt like you really had to push yourself to make a change so that you could achieve something, 
please send me a message. Let me know. I want to hear it because I love hearing these stories. They motivate me. They inspire me. And they remind me how much we all really have in common. I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening. For more of The Fields Effect, check us out at thefieldseffect.com or connect with us on Instagram at The Fields Effect. Guys, click the follow button and lock in with us because sometimes looking at a situation from a different lens can change your whole experience. I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening.